welcome to this week's episode of Life with Lofka. We are still in the hot series, humble, open, transparent, and truthful. This week, I am talking about the done dating dilemma. I call it a dilemma because dilemma essentially means a situation in which a difficult choice has to be made between two or more alternatives, especially ones that are equally undesirable. When I thought of not dating, when I put that restriction on my life, when I felt God telling me to just stop and evaluate, I thought, this is this is gonna be easy you know there's not going to be any any struggle with this it just means just stop dating and immediately when I made that choice all the options for going on dates exploded on my radar and I had to actively block people off my whatsapp um quickly show guys the exit off of my instagram and proactively avoid dating commit myself to the promise i made not only to myself but to god And I think the general notion when you stop dating is like you're sort of thinking all of those attractions and distractions are going to stop too. That is not the case. No dating doesn't mean that the desires and attractions are suddenly null and void. It just then means that you have to shift your focus. I had to shift my focus from what I wanted onto what God wanted. I had to shift my focus from what I thought was best for me and just hand it over. Because essentially, if I knew what was best for me, I wouldn't be sitting in the situation I was sitting in. And really, to then be quiet and be still within myself to think of why I had ended up here and where I want to go from here... That was something that needed so much reflection, so much quiet time, that even now, more than a year later, I am still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to understand it better. Now, more than ever, dating is even more confusing to me than when I went in blindly. Now I've got boundaries and goals and... um, values and limits and I've got all of these quote unquote restrictions but godly restrictions restrictions that for my spiritual life to succeed for my relationship with God to continue to grow I have to respect those boundaries myself and I have to be with someone who is willing to respect those boundaries which led me to one of the first things I discovered about myself in dating I didn't know my worth so I can expect someone else to know my worth I doubted so many good things that God said about me and then I wanted someone to believe these good things about me 
I didn't believe it. I couldn't convincingly say that I was blessed and highly favored, that I was that I was enough. It was as simple as I couldn't believe that I was enough. And I wanted someone else to to see that in me, to decide that about me. No. We can't put those expectations on another person when we can't even see that about ourselves. Your significant other or the person in your life is not supposed to be the one who who fills your voids. It's not supposed to be the filler for the holes in your life. They're supposed to be the cement that puts your bricks together. That helps you hold your wall together. They're not supposed to be the the quick fix to what only God can do for you. They're not supposed to be the solution to problems you haven't sought to heal from. And that was something I had to learn. I had to learn that in my individuality, I have to heal. In my singleness, I have to figure out who I am, what I'm doing, where I'm going. And again, this brings me back to a dilemma because this is not something I wanted to do. Because when you're trying to heal, it's like pulling weeds out of your garden. You have to dig deep. You have to get to the roots and pluck it out. And if you don't get to the roots and you don't pluck it out by the roots, it's just going to come back. And it will keep on popping up in different places until you actually take care of the problem. Until you actually examine it, break it down, dig it up, heal from it and throw it away, cast it away, give it to God. And Psalm 37 says it so, so beautifully where David says, Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. And when I when I thought on that, in terms of this dating dilemma, it became clear to me that oftentimes we are looking at relationship goals on social media and we are attracted to what that looks like. We are attracted to this, this whole life you have to live, this wild 20s that you have to go through. We are attracted to what society says your, your life should look like. And when we look at God's way of doing it, we can't see the appeal. We almost can't see what makes this 
look good there's not enough there's not enough good twerk music to promote this and really this verse is essentially saying don't listen to what society is telling you don't don't go after what the world has for you because nothing that the world is advertising is as it is if we focus on weeds long enough they can start to look like grass and that is essentially what this verse is telling us don't focus on what the world wants you to see but focus on what god is showing you focus on what you're being called to i remember a time in my life where i before i stopped dating when i was still angry about my broken relationship and about this disaster that i've made of my dating life where i was listening to cardi b's invasion of privacy album every single day when i woke up in the morning in the middle of the day when i had time when i went to sleep at night i was just listening to that album religiously and as a vibe as that was the lyrics were essentially angry and revengeful and i was feeding my anger and i was feeding my revenge and i was feeding my feelings of resentment and i was never going to let go of it because I could rap along to her entire album and she was what was hot at the moment and she was singing my quote unquote truth she was singing my feelings so I was going to continue to listen to her because that is how I felt and I wanted to stay in how I was feeling and in a space like that I couldn't hear God speak to me. I couldn't hear what he was trying to say to me because I was so focused on holding on to my upset. <laughs> I was so focused on holding on to what made me angry. And when I finally just you realized that this was not doing me any good. That there was no that there was no goodness in this. Nothing good could come of this. I I had to then just stop. Now when I listen to her album I'm like, "Ooh, but that's a mess. Like I can't relate." And then I think on the time where I could relate. Where the dilemma for me was let go of your anger and wait on God. But I so badly wanted to keep looking at the weeds. I so badly wanted to keep holding on to this life I was living, this life that the world around me was condoning that I didn't want to give it up for for what God had for me. And the moment I did, now I look back at it and I'm like, "Girl, what were you doing? What what was happening there? Wow, wow, did you need Jesus?" <laughs> And really Psalm 37 is just talking about shifting your focus. Not seeing this as a dating dilemma, but choosing choosing what God wants for you, choosing God's best for you. To wait on the Lord, to trust in him, 
to believe that he will bring the right to pass, that he will bring the good to pass, that he will bring forth righteousness and light in your life. That sometimes the darkness can start to get so comfortable that we don't want to give it up for the light. Because the light is bright and it's blinding and it reveals so many things about us we'd rather keep in the dark. But choose the light. If you're in a space where you don't know if you need to stop dating and just give it a rest and give it over to God, I pray that God shows you what you need to be doing with your relationship and with your dating life in this moment. It's not easy. I will say that it is not easy. We are human. Our desires don't suddenly die down. Our feelings of lust and attraction don't suddenly die down. There are days when it's almost as if all you can focus on is attractions and feelings of lust and struggling with that. And then in that struggling with your faith because you're still feeling that way. But that doesn't mean that you're a bad Christian or a bad person. It just means that you have to shift your focus. It just means that maybe you take a deep breath and maybe you just ask God to just calm your mind, bring peace to your thoughts, purify your thoughts because you can't gain the focus that you need because you are so distracted by that fine man or woman you just saw today. (laughs) So really my... My essential message in all of this is shift your focus and trust in God. That it's hard, that it's dirty, that the uprooting and cleaning and de-weeding of your dating life, of your sexual immoral, your sexually immoral life, it's dirty, it's a mess, but... God cleans up messes better than anyone, better than anyone we will ever meet, better than anyone we have known. And all we have to do is hand it over to him and trust him and believe that he can fix your mess better than you can. That that surrender will not only bring peace, but will bring clarity. That no matter how long your single season lasts, God will reveal in you what needs to be revealed. That the person God has for you is yours. You just have to trust that he will, that in the right time, he will provide. That that person will show up at the right time, which is essentially in God's time. So I want to encourage you. I want to bless you. Wherever you are, where you're feeling alone and like singleness is a punishment and you can't do this anymore and The way you used to do things are so much better. I just want to encourage you to push past those feelings. Because I've been there. I've done that. I've asked myself, why did I even give up my my dating life because it was so much more interesting. I was I was feeling less lonely. I was feeling less vulnerable. I was out here. But really when I look back on the mess that it was, I wouldn't exchange that for the peace I have now. And there's still so much growth to be done. There's still so much revelation to be had. But I thank God that in this moment, this is where I am. 
and I wouldn't trade God's peace, God's grace, God's favor for anything the world has to offer. Because I know that what he has got for me is not a dilemma. It's not a choice between a rock and a hard place. It is the greatness of God in my life and in your life. So I'm praying for you this week if you are sitting in a situation or you are sitting in a time of singleness that seems unfavorable or if you are sitting in a dilemma of giving up your best life and giving it to God so that you can gain your great life. If that is your dilemma, if that is your conundrum, I am praying for you and I am believing that God will show you where to turn the best thing for you and that there will be peace in the chaos that sometimes comes with being of two minds. I hope to speak to you again next week. Have an amazingly blessed week.